1: Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message.
0: Uh, How's everybody doing this lovely Sunday morning? I'm excited to be in church, amen. It's a good place to be on a Sunday morning, amen. How many of you agree with me that it's a good place to be on Sunday morning? Yes. And why are we here? We're here because we believe in Jesus Christ. We believe that he's the son of God and we also believe that he's alive, amen. He's alive and well. So today I'm going to sing that my Redeemer lives, amen. Who taught the son Where to stand in the morning And who taught the ocean You can only come this far And who showed the moon Where to hide till evening Whose words alone can Catch a falling star Well, I know My Redeemer lives I know My Redeemer lives Let all creation Testify Life within me cries and the weak. And the same gentle hands that hold me when I'm broken, they conquer death and bring me victory. Life within me cry A precious life he gave now. He's a
1: Fantastic! I know my Redeemer lives. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. Hallelujah. Wonderful, Drama Matthew. He's a good drama. We pray that he comes early every Sunday. <laughs> Hallelujah. He draws like a natural drama talent, just natural talent. Hallelujah. But. Talent alone doesn't take you far. What takes you far is talent and character. Hallelujah! You may be very talented, but you don't have character. So talent and character will take. You. May talent and character take you far. Amen. Amen. Matthew, may your talent and character take you far. Amen. Can't let me pray. this place is hot, man. The heat here is not easy. It's good. It's like at a, in This place is like a bronze apartment. Please, I need my water. But and we have, everywhere we have been, it's either too hot or it's too cold. Have you noticed? So I think between being too hot and too cold, which one do you prefer? In the winter, I would prefer this one. Because you know the other place was, in the winter it was very cold. So you prefer this one. Do you prefer... An extra cold room in the winter or an extra hot room in the winter? Huh, Nicole? What do you say? Extra warm? You take extra warm? You different from the island girl? <laughs> Actually, I think most people prefer an extra warm room in the winter. You prefer the extra cold so you can wear. They say it's also age dependent. <laughs> Somebody's telling me it also depends on your age. I didn't know that factor, but I think it's an important factor. You can't say eh? Your age is a factor. Uh, I w- I I'll listen to it. Because at, after a certain age, certain factors also produce it. So it's not only the room temperature. Something else is generating heat.
0: <laughs> mm.
1: I knew a teenager who was always every time she does she, start, uh, uh, she does something wrong and her mother corrects her. Yeah. Every time her mother corrects her, <laughs> her, 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 her excuse was prima deposa. <laughs> When she does something wrong and her mother gets angry. This <laughs> is a, a true teenager. It's like all her, she attributes all her mother's rebuking her as due to menopause. Hmm. May God have mercy on her. Hallelujah. Steps to the anointing. Are you enjoying the steps to the anointing? Because I see, I want, I, I desire the anointing. I love the anointing, and I pray that you also love the anointing, and I pray that you will be anointed. I say, I pray that you will be anointed, and I keep on saying, see, anointing is not only for preaching; it's a small part. Anointing is for life. If you understand what I'm saying, anointing is for what? See, anointing actually—it's not for preaching. Preaching is really a small part. Hallelujah. I mean, if anointing was preaching, then why did God even anoint David? Have you thought about it? If anointing was for preaching, then why did God anoint David? Because David David was not a preacher. David was not a priest. At all. David was not a priest at all. David was a king. He was a politician. He was a military general. But he talks about how God anointed him. Hallelujah. So this makes you understand that anointing is for life. Hallelujah. And when we talk about anointing, we are talking about, Christian, remember what I told you about the anointing? Every time we talk about anointing, we are talking about the Holy Ghost. Remember? So when we say you are anointed, it means the Holy Ghost is with you. Amen. And, and you agree with me that in life, you need God to be with you. I say in life, you need what? If God be for you. I say, if God be for you. So you need God to be with you. So, so that is why I'm taking my te- time to teach you about steps to be anointed so that, so that the presence of God will be with you. Hallelujah. You see, and there is something about the presence of God. You see, we, a song that is, in, let God arise and his enemies scatter. You see, there's something about the presence of God that when God is there, Certain things cannot stand. You see, when God is in, the, in a certain place, certain things will automatically bow. Let God arise. You see, you, 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 you need God to just arise. Don't even worry about what is there. Once God arises, the thing has to bow down. Hallelujah. That is why when they took the ark of God, to the, the Philistines took the ark of God into their temple of Debon. The Bible said when they when they woke up in the morning, the God had first of all the God had bowed down the head. No, it has tilted, and the people said, "Oh, maybe they didn't put it up well." So they straightened it up. You see, they straightened it up because they said, "Oh, maybe it has tilted because they didn't put it." So they straightened it up. Then the following day when they came, not only has it tilted, the head was off, and the hand was off, and the whole thing has stumbled over. To show you that, look, certain things cannot stand in the presence of God. That's what it tends to say. Hallelujah. So, when we are talking about the anointing, we are talking about the presence of God. Hallelujah. And Jesus said, see, the, see, the, the light shineth in the darkness. And the darkness cannot comprehend it. Which is simple physics. No matter how dark an area is, once you turn on the light, you see, you cannot be in an atmosphere where there's both light and dark. It's not physics. No matter how dark a place is, once you switch on the light, the darkness disappears, isn't it? Isn't it? Wow, the heat is cracking on. You can hear K, K, K. Too powerful. It's a blessing. I mean, this type of it you are only concerned if you are paying heating bill. But by the grace of we don't pay heating bill so. The I can say you can take off your shirt. You take it that we are in summer. <laughs> Hallelujah. The light shineth in the darkness. Amen. So we are talking about steps to the anointing. Amen. And I want you to pursue the anointing. Say, I shall be anointed. Say, I shall be anointed. Say, the presence of the Holy Ghost shall be with me. Look, Moses said it. Moses said, God, listen to me. If your presence, if your presence, which is your spirit or the anointing, doesn't go with me, do not send me. You see, I'm talking about the use of the anointing even to rule, and Moses was not a preacher Moses was a ruler, even to rule people you need the anointing Amen. do you understand? in fact, even to raise your own children in your house you need the anointing because some children, they are born genetically stubborn <laughs> there's a gene of stubbornness by them right from there, even when they are little no, no I mean, they are not afraid. So when you have such a child, it's not canes and whips. At least I knew a child who was so bad that when, after he had done something bad, where I come from, when a child does something wrong, they whip you. There's no, there's no, there's no ACC, you know, no timeout. There's not like timeout. It's like, oh, you, you, I don't like what you go to your room. Time out. No, no. There's no first, of all, you, first of all, you don't have a room. <laughs> you understand? I mean, you, you can only go to a room if you have a room. You don't have a room, so it's not like, go to your room. There's no room for you. So, when you do something that is wrong, immediately you come, pow! Help. They will lash you. But even that, I knew a boy who was so bad. He will go and misbehave when he's coming, home, you call you hold his own cane. <laughs> that's how stubborn he is. He will come, he will run away, don't go to sleep. When he's coming home, he will come with his own cane. It's like that's all you can do. Are you hearing me? So you need the anointing. Amen. So let's briefly talk. Last week we spoke about steps to the anointing the holy here. Remember? Who shall be in the presence of God. Amen. Yeah, Do you remember last week? I think I gave you some three or four points. What was point number one? Speaking the truth. Speaking the truth why? Yeah. Be honest. Look, honesty is important for God to be with you. Hallelujah. What was number two? You don't what? You don't admire evil doers. Hallelujah. And what was number three? You honor who? You honor those who what? You honor those who what? So honor your pastor, honor the man of God. Amen. And what was number four? Huh? Huh? Or you sweat your own head. People who keep your word. Because see, a lot of us, we give our word, but when things change, we change our word. Hallelujah. It, it, like, your word is only your word, so long as it will benefit you. So long as it will benefit you. But the way the day change, things begin to change, suddenly you change your word. God cannot be with you. Hallelujah. Today, I'm going to look, we are going to look at one person who we all know for sure. We all know for sure was that he chased the anointing until he became anointed. Amen. You see, he, he walked on a certain road. And the road made him become anointed. And you see, there's something about roads. You see, there's something about roads. Let me explain to you, you know. It doesn't matter who you are. Once you get on the road to a certain area, you will get there. Hallelujah. In other words, if I take the New Jersey Turnpike South from George from Washington, I should not be surprised if I find myself in New Jersey. I hear me. And it is not specific to me alone. It means that if you also take the same road, you will get there. If you also take the same road, you will get there. If you also take the same road, you will get there. The road, will get there. It's a road. It is just it it it's it available to everyone. You take it, you will get there. Hallelujah. Like a boy who got a girl pregnant and was telling the pastor, I didn't know what happened, I didn't know the pastor said, Listen to me. When you start climbing the stairs, you get upstairs. I mean, do you understand? You are climbing the stairs, and you are surprised that you are upstairs. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know this was going to happen. I didn't know she was going to get pregnant. He said, Listen to me, when you start climbing the stairs, you will get there. Why do you you think you are climbing the stairs and you still remain downstairs? It doesn't happen. Hallelujah. So, a road means that when you start walking on it, you will get to the destination. Amen. So, let's quickly look at one of the guys who we know, 100% sure, without a shadow of that. I look he was not anointed. He saw anointing and became anointed. He was not originally anointed, but he saw anointing and took the steps to be anointed. Amen. And we are talking about the prophet Elisha. We are talking about the road to the anointing, the Elisha's example. And Elisha is probably one of the best examples we can study. Hallelujah. Because you see, we can see that this is somebody who actually chased the anointing. Amen. Uh, Elisha, hallelujah. And if Elisha changed anointing and became anointed, you can also see anointing and change and become anointed. So how did Elisha do it? Hallelujah. Let's read from First Kings chapter nineteen. First Kings nineteen. Verse 19 to 21. First Kings 19, let's go to verse 19. First Kings 19, 19. Don't forget. The Bible said that so he departed thence. This was Elijah. Oh. So he the here is Elijah. So he departed thence and found Elisha, the son of Shaphat, who was ploughing with 12 yoke of oxen before him. And he with the 12. And Elijah passed by him and cast his mantle Elijah was walking he sees this guy called Elisha whose father is Mr. Shafat who runs a business Shafat and Co agriculture industry busy at work then he cast his mantle upon him verse 20 and he left the oxen and ran after Elijah and said, let me, I pray thee, kiss my father and my mother. And then I will follow thee. And he said unto him, go back again for what have I done to thee? 21. And he returned back from him and took a yoke of oxen and slew them. And boiled their flesh with the instrument of the oxen. And gave unto the people. And they did it. Then he arose and went after Elijah. And ministered unto him, Elijah. And that's the beginning of his, that was the beginning of his road to the anointing. That is why at the end of his life, we can categorically see that he doubled the miracles of Elijah. I think Elijah did 18 or so. Was he 18 or 16? And Elijah did 32. Exactly times two, double. But that's how he started. He is not. He is no related to Elijah. Elijah is not his father. They told us who his father was. His father was who? Mr. Shafat. So his name is Elisha Shafat. So Elisha Shafat was working in the Shafat. Business. Then this prophet who was run away from Jezebel going on his own business was present and seized this boy. And the Bible said he took his mantle or his coat or his jacket or whatever it is and threw it upon him. And immediately, and immediately, I will say immediately, I will say immediately, I will say immediately. Immediately. So the first step. You see I'm talking about how Elisha. Became anointed. The first step is that. Accept the call early. Immediate. Immediate. Accept the call. Immediate. Early. Early. When God calls you. Accept it early. Accept it early. You see, a lot of us, God calls us to do something we say we will do but you dilly dally. Sometimes dilly dally, you may never do it. Preacher. Yeah, Oh dear. Oh dear. You see, as time passes by, suddenly it doesn't have the same pull on you. Life happens. Life happens. Circumstances happen. happens. So the thing does not pull you the way it used to pull you. Life happens, life happens. Oh, let me think about it. Let me, okay, I've heard, it's true. But you know, I got one, let, let me, I'll get to it after this. And sometimes you never get to it. Like they say, sometimes delay means denial. I said, delay means what? Delay means what? Accept the call early. Immediately. Immediately. Look, listen there. If all of us were to look back in our life, we, we knew that some things came our way and because we did not respond immediately, now it is out of our reach. If you'll be honest with yourself. Am I speaking to Christians? I said, am I speaking to Christians? You, when you look at that, You could have crossed a certain barrier but you didn't respond immediately. Preaching. And that's life. And life happens. You could have realized that if only I had acted on it then. Because you see, as time passes by, it gets more complex. It gets more difficulty. That is why you could have said, maybe if when Joe told me that I am interested, you had said yes then. I'm preaching, but you said you you you, you say, no. I will think about it, and as life happens, things get more complex. Immediately, the call, the call, oh, I love this. The call. Look, a, a, a lot of times the delay means denial. To work and then because you were five minutes late. Five minutes late. Francis, five minutes late, and it cost you the whole day. If only you had woken up five minutes earlier, because the five minutes late means the bus left late, it means you missed the train, it means something happened. Five minutes. Me you, when it comes to working for God and doing things of God, uh, accept the call early. Yeah, yeah. Because life happens. I like what you say. Life happens. Life happens. Life happens. You see, and suddenly you realize that other things are now beginning to interfere. And 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 the other things are not sins. they are not sins. I'm not talking about sins. Just issues of life. It's not sense. No, it's not sins at all. That's issues of life. Like I always say, I, I was like a friend of mine He said, studying physics. When you have wife and two children, it's not the same as studying physics when, when you are a are single person. That's what I said to him. He said, Hey, Nekom Parker. He said, the same book. Studying it. As, as, as a single person, it's not the same as this studying it with wife and two children. As you are trying to understand the equation, you hear, "me, daddy." <laughs> it's, it's, it's not the same as you being by yourself in your college dorm. there's nobody there. so you are trying to crack the equation. all concentration. But now, as you are trying to crack the equation, suddenly, trying to work the thing out, then your wife comes to the door. You know, Jojo has a headache. (laughs) see my dress. He said, man, it's not the same as when you were a student. (laughs) Yeah. Hallelujah. Listen to me. Christiano, my son, accept the call early. I I know you will be anointed, so accept the call early. You see, now you can actually move fast. But if you wait, other things will slow you down. So move, Hallelujah. Run, Hallelujah. Yeah. So that see, so Elisha did not dilly dally at all. Amen. Number two steps to the anointing of Elisha. Be a fighting man. First Kings nineteen seventeen. First Kings nineteen seventeen. And it came to pass. Okay, there was a fight. And it came to pass that him that escaped the sword of of Hazel shall Jehu slay. And him that escaped from the sword of Jehu shall Elisha stay. Slay. Shall Elisha slay. Hallelujah. It means Elisha was a fighting man. Listen to me. You cannot be anointed if you are afraid to fight. Oh, I'm preaching. You will not be anointed if you are afraid to fight. Yeah. Some of us are afraid to fight. Let me tell you something. The anointing involves fighting. Look, Christianity in itself is a fight. Christianity is a fight. From the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violence takes it by force. The day you say you are Christian from day one, you have entered into a ring with the devil. The fight is on. The fight is on. Christianity is a fight. You must look. There is, until you die, you see, until you die and you are in your grave, the fight does not end. You will Melissa, you will always be fighting. And when I say fighting, I'm not mean you are fighting with your friends and your friends and your cousins. You will be fight, the, the Christian battle is a fight. You will fight temptations every day. Temptations. Temptations. You will think that oh. I, I, you see, you cannot overgrow it. There is always something else to fight. Christianity is a fight. Things will always tempt you. Why do you think Paul? Why do you think Paul said that I keep my body under? This body, you see, if you want to be anointed eh, there, I, mean, I mean, Jesse, and no matter how much tongues you speak, a woman's breast will still tempt you. You can speak all the tongue. If she passes by. <laughs> Yes. I'm preaching It will still be a temptation So you have to keep on fighting Temptations Oh, I just finished 21 days of fasting I'm in the spirit huh? If you after 20 days of one day of fasting in the spirit if you invite her to your house and she wear that shorts and that tank top you will still be tempted so you have to keep on fighting Your spiritual fight is a spiritual fight I mean being offended is a fight You have to keep on fighting to forgive because you look look when it comes to forgiveness just take it take it from me, your story, and from the Bible. That you can never say I have forgiven somebody enough. Because people, people don't offend you enough. You see, so you have to keep on walking. Walking in love is a fight. You have to keep on fighting to walk in love. You have to keep on fighting. I'm telling you. Otherwise, you will not be anointed. You have to keep on walking in love. And it's a fight. It's a fight because... Contrary to what people do to you, you you will respond in another way. But you have to keep on fighting. Look, I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. I walk in love. I walk in love. I walk in love. I walk in love. It's a fight. You need a daily reminder. If you think that, oh, once you point out what you did was wrong, and they say, I'm sorry, it is the end, they'll come back again. The same person who said, I'm sorry, I won't do it again, will come back again. Yeah. Hallelujah. So you must fight. I say you must be a fighter. Because Satan, you see, you are in a battle with somebody who does not give up. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. You cannot be. Fight. Must fight. The fact that you are born again does not mean that all the problems of the flesh are gone. Amen. I yes. I wish I could tell you that. Yes, if any man being Christ is a new creature, behold, all things are gone away. That verse is true, but it's true for your spirit. Nothing in the flesh changes. So you have to fight. Hallelujah. Yeah. See that is why. That is why, you have to be honest with yourself and don't make assumptions. Tell your neighbour, don't make assumptions with the flesh. (laughs) Don't, Don't make assumptions. Hallelujah. You must fight. You you see you must always fight, to read your Bible. I'm telling you, you have to fight to read your Bible. You must always fight. You must always fight to read your Bible. Always fight. It's, 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 oh, oh, I mean, it's not automatic. Every day. Look, every day, quiet time is a battle. No matter how long we have had your quiet time, every day, quiet time is a battle. You must fight. Every day. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Number three. Be a plowing man or a working man. Be a plowing or the word plowing is a working man, okay? First Kings nineteen (laughs) nineteen. It's a big one. It says that. So he then and found Elisha son of who was what? Who was what? Who was what? I said who was what? Forget. Okay. what does it mean? So so so, what was he doing? What was he doing? I said what was? I want to hear what was he doing? Working, working. God does not anoint lazy people. if you want the presence of the Holy Spirit, be a working man. A lot of people are too lazy and they think they can hide under the cloak of God has called me, I'm anointed and not work. I'm preaching to you. Listen to me. God don't call lazy people. Ministry is work. Work. Christianity is work. Do you know when I woke up? Do you know what I've been doing yesterday? Do you know where, I, where, I, where I've been to? It's work. God, when God called him, he was working. He was working. And go and read your Bible. Anybody, God never, Jesse, God never called any idea person. From Moses. They were what Moses was taking care of sheep through a Eli- through elisha when he called the disciples the Bible said he was walking by the sea of Galilee and they were what what were they doing what were they doing were they were they sleeping were they napping what were they doing when he found Matthew at a task force, what was he doing was season, and the guy was seriously behind his desk. Trying to do some 401 case and IRS for other people. The, what I'm trying to say is that, you see, there is a group of brothers and kids, I mean, not here, but in other places. They don't want to work. Recent, and, and, and some of you guys, I'm warning you. Some of you, young, those of you who are not married, I'm warning you. There is a bunch of Ghanaian boys who say they are doing a prophetic ministry, prophetic ministry, and they don't want, they want to work, so they are looking for women in America to come and marry them, so that you will finance them for them to do their ministry. I am not telling. I am telling you what I have seen. Yeah. Recently, one of them. One of them, one of them came. She brought the guy here. When the guy came to Newark, New Jersey, he says, well, I'm a, I'm, I'm a minister. So, the girl should go and work. Then she will stay in the house working upon the Lord. I'm, I'm not, two of them have seen. Yeah. You won't work. He's waiting for... so and So... After a while, you know, I think initially the girl was in love but after a while, the girl woke up and said, well, to say? Yours truly. It's not going to work. Oh, the girl told the guy that, I'm sorry. I am sorry. It's not going to work here. That me, I should get up and go to work there and then you lie in the house and catch revelations. Uh, see, what I'm trying to say, see, I'm trying to tell you something. I love, I believe in full-time ministry. And I love full-time ministry. But I want to tell you something. All the people that God called, they were active. Including my own Bishop Dagwood Mills. He was actively practicing medicine. And God called him. Bishop Saki was actively practicing law. And God called him. Bishop Eddie was actively practicing economics and engineering and God called him. So you, you are staying as well. You don't want to work. One stupid boy told me that God has called him to ministry. And I said, how are you going to do it? He says, the Lord is going to give me a woman who's going to finance. this ministry right here in America. And I said, then you wait for a long time. <laughs> That's what the brother told me. You didn't know what happened. I do not know what happened. He was not working, home. No. Then me in my shepherdoria listen. I anointed so let me find a job for you. So I went to arrange for one or two jobs for him. Then after I got a job for him, I called him and some other brothers. And I said, oh, I'll find this job for you. I'll take it to help you. I he looked at me and told me that he has been called into full-time ministry. <laughs> I'm telling you, so, the boy looked at me so I said, full time? I said, okay. So I said, okay, if it's full time, because I, I really wanted to help him. Then I said, if it's full time, then Bishop, I know Bishop, Bishop is my, my father and my good friend. We have Anakazo Bible School in Ghana. So go and enroll in Anakazo so that at least if Bishop knows that you are there, then we can speak so we can get you to full time. He said, no. He has been called full time in America. (laughs) (laughs) Look, it's like a fairy tale. I I, I was hearing in my ears. The call of God upon his life is full time. (laughs) Ah, God. It's not a fairy tale. It's not a fairy tale at all. I'm telling a true story. So I asked him that, uh, then, if that be the case, how are you going to do your ministry? Because bishop is not about to employ anybody full-time here. Then he told me that whom he calls, he provides. Whom God calls. was okay, so, 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 so what does that mean? He says, God is going to give him a wife. Who is going to work so that he can do his ministry. And I said, amen. <laughs> At that point, I ended my discussion. Because as he was saying, I was saying, these New York girls who are here... <laughs> I mean, there's girls who are here. After <laughs> <That, that, laughs> to today, he hasn't found one who's going to finance his ministry. <laughs> In this New York, who should wake up and catch the air train? <laughs> what did he say? Huh? What did he say? our eight train with delay <laughs> number two train with delay that is going local and then you are lying under the comfort look <laughs> here <tab. Grace. laughs> like, yeah. you know but but you she? I being a spiritual person saw through it because I told you listen to me don't don't cover your listeners with spirituality don't bamboozle us Okay, don't bamboozle me. Don't bambozing me with with, with spirituality when you're ready, you are lazy. And I showed them all the verses. Nobody in the Bible. Everybody was actively working. Because and, and, and the reason is simple. Because ministry is working. So if you have not learned the art of working, when God gives you his flock, you cannot take care of them. Bishop Ali was the one who told us, me and my wife. He said, listen, full-time ministry. He said, he said his life as a full-time ministry is even more difficult when he was working at VRE. Then I said, why? He said, look, a job that you have to create for yourself and supervise yourself and go yourself. If you don't have a certain fire, you can't do it. So he says, being a lay pastor is easy. Because full-time, you see, the fact that you have to wake up and pray, you have five hours Pray, pray. Sometimes you can pray for five hours in the If, if you are not a disciplined person, you won't do it. And a lot of these so called Ghanaian boys' prophets, they watch Nigerian movies. All their prophecies are from Nigerian movies. <laughs> I, it was Linda who told me, I didn't know. Linda, sorry, it was who told me that some guy was sitting in the house as a prophet. Staying in her mother's house. We said last week. And people will call the guy. The guy has a, a prophetic ministry. People will call in the evening. For prophecies. And Linda was. She used to marvel. As she watched the guy. The guy has eaten the fufu and drank the Guinness. That's said, the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> you are laughing but that's true. Hallelujah. He was plowing. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Look, the work of God eh, is serious. Amen. So God does not call lazy people. Hallelujah. Okay, number four. If I can finish quickly. The steps to Elijah. Understand, the fourth point. Understand what it means when the mantle is thrown on you. Understand what it means. Hallelujah. First kings 19:19. 19, 19. So. And he cast his mantle upon him. You see, Listen, understand what it means. OK? Listen. Elijah did not speak to Elijah. Now look. I'm a prophet. God has called you to come and assist me. Let's have a meeting. Come to my office. Let's discuss what you're going to do. It. That's not what happened. There was no meeting. Because in those days, there was something called a mantle. Like a cape. The priest, the priest had a mantle. So when a mantle is thrown upon you, you must understand what it means you don't need a discussion. Understand. Understand when the mantle is thrown upon you. See, a lot of us, the mantle has been thrown upon us, but because we don't want to do it, we pretend we don't understand. I'm preaching to you. Those who pretend. Why do you, you see, understand when I say, okay, lead the prayer meeting. Go and do this. I, I want you to come with me. Understand what it means. Why do you think I told you to lead a prayer meeting? Understand that something is being given to you. Understand the mantle. Understand. You see, if, if, if you see, even, even the fact that you are beginning to lose interest in certain secular things, you should understand that a mantle is upon your life. Yeah, yeah. Understand it. Understand it, that a mantle, a certain mantle is. Yes. So don't come and ask me what do you mean. I don't mean. I, I, I mean with Reverend. This is that you ask me, what does he mean? I mean, what what, what does he mean? Understand the mantle. Understand the fact that you are even losing interest in certain secularities. Oh, that, that a mantle has been thrown. So don't you don't, don't, don't argue, Elijah. Elisha immediately understood. Yeah. Understand. Do this. Lead. Shepherd. Can't you see that a mantle is being thrown upon you? So, Reverend. No. <laughs> you know exactly what it means. Understand when the mantle is thrown. Hallelujah. Yeah. And, and you know it. You see, you see, I'm talking about spiritual things now. You see, when something is thrown to you, you will know it usually because the reason why we say we don't because we don't want to do it you don't want to do it you see you are fighting it that is why we, you see and, but the thing is that because it's also something from god you know that you will win it's not easy to throw it off it bothers you so because it bothers you you are you want to have a discussion so you can get a contrary instruction He did not go and ask. He did not go and ask Elijah, "Hey, this mantle doesn't mean that uh, I need an extra cloth." He understood it immediately. Hallelujah! Is somebody hearing me? As for the mantle, the is kind of what you must understand. Look, and so just uh, uh, by, by the way, the mantle is thrown by the prophet onto a particular person. Hallelujah! Because there is also some group of people who nobody has thrown... I have not thrown my mantle to you, but you are saying I have my mantle. No, I didn't throw it to you. <laughs> There's also another type of preacher who is in town who is using other people's names No, the person doesn't throw any mantle to you. You are making certain assumptions. Oh, I'm his assistant. I'm the one who's going to take over from him. Who, said, who told you so? The, look, the mantle is thrown by the prophet... It is received by one particular person, and there's no talking. Hallelujah. We are finishing. Number five. Let's go to verse twenty-one. He says, "And he returned back from him, took a yoke of one, and slew them, and bore them, and slew them." Okay. Kill your oxen. Yeah. This is tough. Elijah was taking care of cats, uh, cattle, oxen. But, but when the anointing came, he, he killed them. Uh, it's hard. I'm explaining. The anointing will require sacrifice from you. Once there's a call, you will have to sacrifice something. Most of us don't want to sacrifice. Yeah. yeah. The call requires a sacrifice. Kill your oxen. If anyone wants to come after me, okay, he must deny himself. Take up his cross and follow me. Listen to me. There is a price for the anointing. You have to kill your oxen. You, 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 what, and, and my oxen, is not your, your, my oxen is different from your oxen. You know what your oxen is. Everybody and your oxen. I say everybody and your oxen. Yeah. And you must kill it. Look. The oxen is not cheap. The oxen is expensive. The oxen is sometimes something you, something you have toiled for. The oxen is sometimes something, something you have dreamt about. The oxen is sometimes sometimes you have put a lot of money and time into it. But for the call, you need to kill it. Am I preaching to a Christian? Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes for you, for some of you young ladies, sometimes the oxen, the cow is that boy. You have to kill it. man he looks so good reverend he loves me so much reverend he's so cool reverend I love him so much he doesn't do me any wrong but hey sister you are born again there's a call they didn't hear that one that is the auction they didn't clap that part It, it is. It, I, I am preaching to them that, 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 that bull needs to be killed Yeah, it hurts. You're going to cry. You're going to feel the pain. But for you to move on to the next level, it needs to be killed. <laughs> Everyone in the ox So Some of you on this, even the, the ox may be a, a certain type of job. You need to kill it. For some of you, it may be a certain type of, even, 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 even a certain type of, even house. Or a certain type of uh, uh, car that you drive. Maybe for you to enter into ministry, that thing has to be sacrificed. Sometimes it may even be a, a certain type of job. For you to really enter to a certain level, you have to change that job. You see, it's not sin. The ox is not a sin. It is a price you need to pay. That is why I was glad when she told me. He said, look, my boss gave me a job. I told my boss, I told my boss that for whatever it is. As for Sunday, I can't work. That was an ox. It means there has the consequences, but I was ready to kill it. But some of you cannot say that to your boss because you don't want to kill it. And you want to rise to a certain level. No, no, no. There is a level. You must kill something. She told me, and I told them that I am sorry, and I'm I killed it. I don't care about the consequences. It's going to co- you see, anything that you kill, it costs you something. Some of you, the, the, the ox is your reputation. You are so concerned about how people think about you. Kill it. I'm preaching to you. Go and kill that ox. Yeah. She told me. She told me that. I said, no. It means it said demonstration. Is it demolish money? No. Dimanche, It's all of us. Demolish money? No. That's what I said. Demonge? Money? No. Told you. You have been in the church for a long time. You still cannot even come to church on weekdays because of your ox. And you want to be promoted? No. You love it? You love it? You see, you must kill something. For free meetings, you can come for prayer meetings every time. Your job, listen to me. She killed it. All of us killed something. I killed a job. Look, when I finished, there's a personal testimony. When I finished, some guy gave me some wild job in Greensboro, North Carolina, and my wife wanted to go. I'll tell you, this wife, Anita, this wife, this is your mother. Hey, Liz, Shay, when you look at the paycheck, it's "Ah!" And the scholarships that she wants to do—it wasn't easy, Nicola. That's why, that's why I don't take excuses from you. You are not—you are not I've been pushed before, like this, not Greensboro, North Carolina, Greensboro, North Carolina, Greensboro, North Carolina. Everest—it wasn't easy. Day and night, pressure. Meanwhile, well, bishop that has come to start a church. Two people in New York. And he said, we are starting a church and I want you to help with a church. A church in its infancy stage. That job he paid me. Because when I saw the check, she testified. I promise the, the, the job made me the pressure. So, so I mean those of you said, my wife. Look, look, look. All wives are the same. They like juice. <laughs> 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 so but if, if you are a man and you cannot tell your wife, this juice we are not drinking, then where lies your authority? I haven't told him that's okay. Pressure. And the guy to him will not stop calling me. At the point I said, no. I killed it. I killed it. I said, I killed it. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to kill your ox. No. Listen to me, he killed his ox. I said, he killed his ox. Hallelujah. Go and leave your father and mother. Another one. He left his father and father and mother. Listen, church, I don't think I'm out of words, but that's enough. If you want to be anointed like Elijah, learn these steps. Especially the part about sacrifice. That's the the, the characteristic thing about the anointing of Elijah. He sacrificed. That's the thing. That's the thing I want to see. You, can, see, uh, the, the, I'll give you a lot of points, but the main point I want you to think about is that it will cost you something, and you must lay it down. And let me tell you something: you are not the only one who sacrificed, you know. That's why I told you. Even this is my little testimony. You didn't know that me too, I had pressure in my house to move to Greensboro, North Carolina. You must come pressure. You must come, you know. You say your, your wife is what? Oh, she's a lawyer. Oh, there's a lot of scholarship. There's a lot of scholarship. You can get scholarship. You know, come, 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 come. When I'm coming, from, when I'm coming home from work, my heart will be beating. My own house. Because I know I'm coming to meet pressure. But I stood my ground. And by the grace of this is where I am. You must learn to sacrifice pay a price. Young people, pay a price. You see, my oxen was that job. Maybe your your oxen is that boy. I'm preaching. It's a price. Reverend, if I leave him, I don't know who else will come. I know, I am not guaranteed that anybody will come, but still sacrifice (laughs) him. Look, stand up to your feet. Let's close. (laughs) Hallelujah. Candle, young man. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. That's a price to pay. That's a price to pay. Thank you. Steps to the anointing. Prayer, pray. See, pray. Pray, pray. pray that you 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 follow the steps. That nothing will be too price. Nothing will be too expensive for you to pay. May the anointing not pass you. Because you see. Hold on, hold on. Listen. Listen, I don't have my time, but let me tell you something. No matter what price you pay for, the reward of the anointing exceeds. That's why I didn't finish. Hold on. No matter. Okay? The, the reward of the anointing cannot be compared to any price you paid. I mean, yes, he killed an oxen, but the ministry that he entered into and the case that he stood into. None of the oxen can compare. So don't think you are paying too much a price. I'm telling you that the devil knows that the price you get is higher. That's why we are saying that it's too much to pay. But if you can pay it, the reward always exceeds the price.
0: Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, Jesus. Fall on me
1: let the power
0: let the power of the Holy Ghost fall on me anointing fall on me anointing, on me. anointing
1: thank you Holy Spirit thank you father I thank you for this morning I thank you for your spirit and your presence may nothing be too much for us to sacrifice father I go down on my knees may we be not be deceived by the devil that this is too much for the price always exceeds the sacrifice may we not be denied of that great price the bible said Jesus who for the glory, for the glory, for the glory, for the power that was set before him enjoyed the cross. May we not bypass the cross and lose the glory. I pray for each and everyone, whatever the oxen may be, may it not be difficult for us to sacrifice. Put your hand on your heart, I want to pray for you. Father, I pray for your children. As they have heard your word, they alone know what the ox is. They alone know what the oxen is. Many have been dealing, darling. Many have been contemplating. Many have been pondering, thinking. Should I or should I not? But today, may the grace and the strength and the purpose of determination to sacrifice the oxen be given to them. May it not be difficult to sacrifice that ox. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Put your hand together and receive seated. Amen. Hallelujah. Sing this one. Uh, take up your cross. You want, to, you want to bring your first and best to the Lord. Please come. We hope you've been blessed. For copies of this message or other such messages, please write to us at publications at yahoo.com.